Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Yes, oh yes, baby. You know what time it is. From the Rocky Mountains of Utah down to the panhandle of Florida, this is 100 Proof Football. My name is Paul Kleckler, joined as always by Adam Pope. Draft grades, baby, draft grades. NFC and AFC West edition, man. Coming at you at a uh, unique time in the middle of the day. Just an excuse for some day drinking, baby. What you drinking on today, Adam? Uh, Day drinking, I started on McLeod Ultras. <laughs> oh, is Bama playing? Oh, no, that's Mick yeah. Light. That's Mick yeah, Light. that's Mick Light. All right, yeah. my bad, my bad. <laughs> hey, getting that beach body ready. I hear you, dude. I hear you, man. So, yeah, we're trying to upgrade the command center for you, man, and uh, get this technology uh, uh, to the 21st or 2nd century, whatever one you want to uh, choose. But I'm uh, computer illiterate, so this is taking a little longer than I thought. But uh, glad to be here nonetheless. Nonetheless, uh, exciting times and news around the league. Hey, uh Tom Brady ain't going nowhere, man. <laughs> I, I I think I speak on behalf of all Steelers fans. It's like, can you just fucking go away? But apparently yeah. not. Apparently not, man. He's going to be uh, uh, joined with Terry Bradshaw and crew on Fox for, what is it, $375 million just to put his little mug on there and uh, act like he knows something, man? Well, he definitely knows something. I just don't know if his personality will come all the way across as far as he's a good Instagrammer or whatever. But I mean, I don't know. You think he runs his Instagram, man? Well, I mean, I think he has people do it. Yeah. Yeah. Social media people, but I don't know if I want to listen to him. I I want, I, I am dying for like a Charles Barkley NFL type broadcaster. (laughs) Dude, have you, I don't know if you've seen Charles and Shaq lately, man, but they, they've having some crazy shit going on in their show, man. Shaq's yeah, like threatening to beat him up and stuff, and then yeah. uh, I forgot who it was, like made him a protein shake, but it had like hand lotion in it or something, and he couldn't taste it. <laughs> <laughs> they got some stuff. If I like basketball, that'd be, that'd be uh, something to watch. But I will say old Charles, man. He's a uh, he's a hockey fan, man, and it is NHL playoff season. My Penguins are trying to advance to round two tonight. Hey, whatever it takes – to get me through to football season. You got NHL playoffs, and you got 100-proof football here, bringing you the news, man. Other news around the league. Hey, still in Tampa Bay. The uh, management has said that old Kyle Trask will be in year two of his uh, red shirt season, man. And, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think he'll ever uh, put on a different color shirt, dude. I don't know, man. I think – there was a lot of Tampa folks that were excited. They thought he might be taking over the offense once Brady uh, foe retired and he head faked. Uh, 
But I don't know, man. Are you bullish, bearish on a Kyle Trask, fake man? Fake like Kenny Pickett. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fake retired like Kenny. I hear you, man. Did the head fake, dude. But I don't think Kyle Trask will ever see meaningful downs in the NFL. What say you? Uh, Yeah, I, I think he's always, at this point, I can't see him being a a standout starter. Um, so a backup traveling kind of, uh, I don't know if he gets lucky, <laughs> he could be in Fitz magic kind of thing, but that's about his ceiling right oh, there. Oh Lord. Hey, that's an insult to Fitz magic, man. I know. Damn, hey, I mean, it took you gotta, bro, you gotta do the Fitz magic like that, bro. Well, Fitz magic jets. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, his ceiling is, uh, is, uh, Tanny Hill with the dolphins, man. <laughs> Not Tanny Hill with the. Uh, well, I was going to say that's Titans, meaningful man. snaps in the NFL. Yeah, there you go. That would be uh, I would be uh, out uh, performing my projections. I'm bearish on Kyle Trask. I like that they're using the term red shirt because he was nothing more than a decent college quarterback. Uh, but to be fair, what do I know? I'm just the host, the humble host of you know a money making ass podcast, right? I'll drink to yeah. that, baby. And you're talking Cheers. about a Florida boy wearing an FSU shirt. Mm-hmm. That's the nicest stuff I could say about him, dude. But He's all- the, Rex, the new Rex Grossman. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he made he, he, Rex Grossman played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that is true. So I mean, nah, Kyle Trask. Did they miss a field goal to the, well, lose or something? What it I was going to say is, is Kyle Trask is he the holder? So maybe he's already getting meaningful snaps, man. Kicking them field yeah. goals in the Super Bowl, dude. <laughs> I don't even know, man. But, hey, it's draft grade edition, man. We did the AFC and NFC East last week. All month of May, we're going to be going around the league in uh, divisions and telling you what we think about their draft, the new additions they made to their team. And this week, it's the NFC and AFC West, baby. So we're going to start over there in the NFC West with the reigning Super Bowl champions uh, residing in that division. First up is the Arizona Cardinals, man. Talk to me about the Arizona Cardinals. What's going to happen? How you think about it, man? All right. So, going on their draft, I really didn't understand it. Uh, some people right. give them C's, but I'm going to go ahead and give them an F. Like, I don't understand it. You didn't really improve. Um, you have already two tight ends, and your first pick in the second round is a tight end. <laughs> So, you're not going to improve there with Ertz, you know, unless you're planning on trading. But then, like, you you went two edge rushers in the third round. Um, I mean, I know that's a need, but I don't think they're going to be that impactful. So, I'm just going to go ahead and study harder next time. (laughs) Well... I'm going to be a little bit nicer, but it's mainly because, I mean, if you look at the draft on paper, uh, it's not sexy. But you got to remember they had no first round. Uh, So you're really looking at their first three picks were second and two thirds. When you pick two edge rushers in the third round, I mean, are you just throwing darts at that point? Like, I think so. <laughs> I don't like if this guy doesn't work out. Well, we'll take this guy too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so they got, you know, Cameron Thomas and, uh, me Jay Sanders out of Cincinnati, if I'm saying that right. My Jay, me Jay, who Jay. But uh, the 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 biggest thing to me was yes, they do have Ertz as tight end, and they drafted another as their first pick in the draft. But wait a minute, 
Didn't they just lose like one of the best receivers all time in the NFL? Apparently, because the Jaguars paid Christian Kirk that way. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) So if they lost somebody worth all that, damn, at least you should have drafted a wide receiver or something. The Jaguars must know something you don't or vice versa, man. I'm not sure, but I'm going to give the boys a D plus. A D plus, I mean, it'll pass. But only if those edge rushers uh, actually get on the field and start, start producing for you, man. And you tie that. I think Ertz has something left in the tank. I don't, he's not old and washed up, man. Yeah. He's a yeah, good. And they got Max Williams as a tight end yeah. backup. He's a good backup tight end. He's He might be able to, if Ertz got dinged up, I mean, he's a solid tight end to fill in that gap. You're not going to have two home run tight ends in the NFL on a team. That's it. Unless you're New England Patriots and allow people to kill other people. <laughs> Back to speaking of the uh, Florida Gators, once again, shout out, <laughs> shout out to uh, Hogtown. Amen, man. So, uh, oh, what's that sound? Hold on. Recording in progress. There we go. Now we're recording. There we go. All right. All right. Next up in the NFC West is the reigning Super Bowl champions, man. Los Angeles Rams, dude. How you feel about them? You, All right. Who you called, by the way, I'm going to keep shouting you out because you called them in like week oh. 12 or something that they were going to win the Super Bowl. And damn if they didn't. So two points to you, bro. Drink to that. Slightly better than Arizona. But I'm still going to give them an F. Because F them picks. <laughs> they don't care about picks. All he's doing is filling in a roster if he strikes out, or he's going to be very aggressive. If he hits something, he gets it. But other than that, I think their strategy is we'll see NFL tape on these people, and we'll go from there. So, but that's a good F. That's a, <laughs> if there was ever such a thing. I try to tell my parents that once or twice. They didn't buy it, man. Sixty percent of the time, but it works every time. I'm with you. Like, here's the thing. I don't know. They don't really need anything. Like, what do they need? So they drafted a tackle in the third round. Usually you're not getting a viable starting tackle in the NFL in the third round, but they did. They went for one anyway for some depth or whatever else. Um, other than that, you know, they got a backup running back, a cornerback that might can provide some depth. Uh, but, yeah, they. I don't know what their holes were. I mean, they, they won the fucking Super Bowl, so that, you know – that they clearly don't have that many, but they also didn't have a first or second round pick. So their draft on paper, even more so than the Cardinals looks like ass. So I'm going to give them, but I'm going to give them a C. I'm going to give them a C because when you're drafting and all your picks are around seven, you got two sevenths, three sixes, uh, a five, four and a three. I mean, what are you really getting? So they added depth. That's really all you can do unless you find a diamond in the rough. If that tackle ends up playing meaningful downs, then what, that's a really good draft because uh, they had nothing to work with. So I'm giving them a seed, just middle of the road. You couldn't expect much more than that to me with the picks that they had. Yeah, I agree. All right. So next up, the San Francisco 49ers. Talk to me. All right. So at least I'm not going to give everybody an F. <laughs> However... I'm still, like, flabbergasted. Like, I, I don't understand a lot of their picks either. Um, to me, their best pick is probably Danny Gray 
the mm. wide receiver out of SMU. Okay. The kid has wheels, and with a Shanahan offense, uh, he could be probably like a – what was it? Goodwin, when Shanahan first got there, uh, he almost had like a 1,000 yards. I think that was his best receiver. And that fits the mold. I think he might be a better uh, Mark Weiss Goodwin okay. type player. So um, it's a Shanahan offense. The only thing I really didn't get, I thought they reached for uh, David Davis Price, the LSU running back. You struck gold on Elijah Mitchell. You got some running back uh, depth. I, I thought you could have improved their offensive line or something another team need. Uh, maybe upgrade your cornerbacks in the third round instead of letting them go to the fifth and sixth before you address that those needs. So, um, other than that, I would give them just a C. I mean, Danny Gray's got some wheels, but he's got some hands catching issues, man. Uh, you know, stone hands. I don't know, but a receiver in the third round, maybe. Um. You know they went edge. I'm of I'm of two minds on on having an edge rusher in the second round. It was a deep draft for edge rushers, I thought. So mm-hmm. maybe that either means one of two things: all the top talent was gone, and then you're reaching, or maybe it was so deep that you know maybe Drake Jackson would have gone higher in a different a different draft, man. But um, I'll, I'll give him a, a C. Nothing nothing impressive. Same kind of thing. Once again, another team without a first-round pick. Yeah. Uh, moving on out, finishing out the NFC West, Seattle Seahawks. Talk to me. Slightly better than everything, every other team in the division, but it's not saying too much. I'm still scratching my head on this one. Um, the thing I highlight, and I really like what Seattle's doing, Um is they went two offensive linemen, uh, Charles Cross and Abraham Lucas, which Lucas is could be a really good could steal, be a steal for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that would be a great draft if you had a Russell Wilson to protect. Why are you going offensive line when you have no quarterback to protect? Thank you. <laughs> I will drink to that. I will drink twice to that, bro. So, and then the other head scratcher is um, Bobby Wagner. You lost him. He's the quarterback of the defense. Probably the best linebacker since Ray Lewis. Definitely the best linebacker on that team. So Probably in the franchise history. Yeah. But did you draft a linebacker? No. You didn't even look at a linebacker. And there's plenty of good linebackers. You could have gotten at least third, fourth, just to replace. They did a decent job on cornerbacks because they definitely got their ass eaten up in the secondary last year. So I like their cornerbacks, but I think they're still a work in progress. And I like Kenneth Walker as um, the draft running back just to get more depth because the running backs always get injured up there. So I kind of like that pick. So I'm going to give them a C plus. Mm. Getting their ass eaten up, man. Lots of times you got to pay extra for that action, man. I think they're going to be eating most of the ass this year, dude, unless they can get a quarterback. Like, 
Right, like if you're not getting Baker Mayfield at this point, what are you? What are we doing? What is it you say you do here? Uh, I mean, great. Yes, Charles Cross, a great prospect. Uh, Boy Mafa, hey, I'm down with it. Makes yeah. sense. Got to short the defense, pass rush. I mean, that's a valuable position. But who, like, I get it. It's not a strong quarterback class. But I loved watching Denver on the clock. Or, or during what was it the ninth overall pick or whatever it was, when it would have been uh, it would have been their pick, and they're just like playing Russell Wilson highlights, talking about yep, this is our guy who we just drafted with this pick. I was basically. too busy watching this pod or doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw it after the fact, but they they were oh, like goodness. when when Seattle was on the clock with their pick, they were just watching Russell Wilson highlights, being like, yeah, we got the right guy. I like his tape. <laughs> I'm down with it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like. If they get Baker Mayfield, like there's nobody else viable. Uh, who are they getting? Fitz Magic? They're not gonna. Please tell me you're not going with Drew Locke, man, or Geno Smith. Like what? Like I think they they're gonna roll with him, dude. If I'm Metcalf or Lockett, I said I ain't showing up. Right. I ain't like f off. I'm not showing up, dude. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Give me. I don't know, dude. I don't like. I think they're doing. What Detroit is doing, but Detroit is doing it much better. I think, and we'll touch on Detroit later, but they didn't draft a quarterback. They drafted really important positions and and good players at it. I'll talk about that later when it's time to do that division. And they're going to roll with with uh, golf and just get them, you know, something enough of a product to fill seats, right? And then do have be high in the draft again, and then get you a good quarterback. You know what I mean when it's time, yeah. but. I mean, who's going to show up to watch this team, man? I don't know. They might end up with the number one overall pick, and they can get your boy out of Alabama or whoever they want for quarterback if that's their plan. But I don't know how much money they're going to lose in the process because I, I wouldn't show up to watch that damn team in the cold. Hell no. So, <laughs> man, I, I'll give them a B, man. I'll give them a B because they got some good players at good positions, but I just don't know what they're doing. I have My only hunch is that they're going to get Baker Mayfield at some point. If they can get him for the right price to bridge the gap. I don't know. Uh, all right. All right. That's the NFC West completing that, man. <laughs> Moving on to the AFC West, baby. Starting off with the Denver Broncos, where said quarterback, Russell Wilson, has now landed from Seattle all the way to mile high, man. Talk to me. All right. I do get this draft. Um and it all started with Russell Wilson. And you, you had to trade a tight end as a part of that deal. So what do they do on the third round? They got a tight end. Uh, I think Benito, to release some pressure on the other edge rush, is a solid pick. I like Mathis, the other cornerback away from Patrick, because he's a shutdown corner on that side. You're going to have to – Find another cornerback on the other side, and then I can't really say this name. <laughs> Uwai Zariki. <laughs> That's pretty he good. Is a great defensive tackle. So I mean, I really, it, to me, it's a very strong draft for the team needs for giving up everything for Russell Wilson. I I can see the vision. You're speaking to me. I I got you. I'm going to give him a B plus. I'm picking up where they're putting down, and I'm cheersing you on that, dude, because I, I'm i also just trying to make your day drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 
Hey, man, I give him an A fucking plus, man, because I, I include Russell Wilson as part of their draft. But I thought last string you said you can include it a little bit, but we're going off the draft itself. I am, but look, I'm, I'm picking, like you said, I, you're seeing the vision. I'm picking up where they're putting down. And just their, like, swag to actually, like, while Seattle's on the clock with their pick, watch Russell Wilson highlights and be like, I, I like our pick. What a, you like, because, you know, it really was part of their strategy. If you just go off the draft itself, fine, B+. Plus. But when you put Russell Wilson with the, with the cast they got, they got a good O-line, they strengthen mm-hmm. up the pass rush, give the ball back to Russell Wilson. They got their tight end, which they gave up to get Russell Wilson. You know, take the tight end a few years to develop, get up to NFL speed, you know what I mean, and the physicality. Not many tight ends can come in like a Friar Muth or something like that and actually produce like like he did last year. Yeah. But, uh, no, I like it because it all fits with what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'll give them an A-plus because I think it fits their needs. Even if you don't cut Russell, count Russell Wilson as part of the draft, it's you can't ignore it. Exactly. You can't you see the vision. That's it. That's it. So, uh, good on you, Denver Broncos, baby. Good on you, baby. Next up, Chiefs, Red Kingdom, Kansas City, baby. <laughs> Kansas City, man. Talk to me. How you feel about this? Finally, somebody that had a number one, over, uh, a first round draft pick, and not only one, they had two. How you feel about it? <laughs> um. I mean, you would think it would be pretty easy to just give an A. I'm going to go a solid B on this. Mm. I, I like it. I don't, I'm not just impressed with it. Does that make any sense? And I guess the same way with you on the Russell I mean, Wilson, a B like, isn't impressive, so that makes sense, I guess. Um, With with the Russell Wilson with Denver, you kind of, you have to have that as a factor a little bit, you know? Here you have Tyreek Hill as a factor, like mm. losing him. Sky Morse, no Tyreek Hill. That's, I mean, you can't replace, to me, and I, I, again, it's a Western Michigan guy. I mean, AB came from Western Michigan. A lot of receivers come out of Western Michigan, so they, I guess it's in the food. I don't know. Them and Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Trent McDuffie, solid DB um, out of Washington. Uh, Carl Aftis, uh, edge rusher out of Purdue, solid. That's the two first rounders, and then everything else was just like team needs. I thought they did a pretty good job in addressing a lot of their needs, especially on defense. So, but I, I thought Denver actually did a better job drafting. So, I'm not going to have them over Denver, which I gave a B. Plus. All right, so this is an interesting predicament for me because if you're going off the draft itself, I think Kansas City, if you don't count Russell Wilson as a draft pick, I think Kansas City had a better draft. They traded up to get McDuffie. Dude, I mean, we have a Super Bowl bet on here. We have a vault bet, baby. I have the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Uh, get on board. Get on Get on board or get run over, man. <laughs> But uh, so they got a cornerback to help lock down the Bills' uh, high-powered offense because that's their main competition. Them or uh, freaking Bengals, man. Like, the, like shutdown corner in some ways is arguably more important than replacing Tyreek Hill. If if Mahomes is as good as everybody thinks he is, and 
can just distribute the ball as necessary, and that necessarily doesn't need uh, uh, Tyreek Hill to be productive like people think. I mean, people think he might be the best quarterback to ever play the game. So if he can distribute like that and see the field like that and, and get it to the open man, whoever it might be, then maybe the quarterback was more impressive. George Karlaftis at that point, man, I love that pick, dude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. th- I mean, the Chiefs have no problem at offense, man. And I don't – like, Tyreek Hill, they're going to miss some big plays. I think it's worse for them in fantasy than it is for them in real life. Um, we shall see if, if when Hill's not drawing all that coverage how he uh, handles that. That remains to be seen. But I love their two first-round picks. I think they were great picks. Sky Moore is obviously their uh, – their answer to Tyreek Hill in the short term. But I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know their cap space. I need to look more into it. Watch them maybe add a receiver here in the offseason, man. One of them disgruntled people in Seattle. You never know. Uh, uh, so we'll we'll see, man. Um, if they add a receiver, veteran receiver, this is an A++. They didn't yet. So I'll give them a, a I'll give them an A. I'll give them an A. Maybe A minus, but I love they got they got strong ass players at value picks, yeah. and yeah. the most Very dangerous offense or one of the top three most dangerous offenses in the NFL just got a much stronger on defense. So good luck, rest mm-hmm. of the league. Moving right along, the Las Vegas Raiders, man, the closest team to where I live, dude. I guess that would be the closest thing to a hometown team. Once again, nothing sexy to analyze, no first or second round pick, but talk to me about their uh, rounds three, four, four, five, seven, and seven. So, again, this is you got to take Devontae Adams as a factor in this. I mean, they gave up stuff for him. So their offense should be set. So what what do they need on their offense? I actually like Zamir White as a backup running back. Um, definitely a strong pick. I wasn't too impressed with their third round uh, Parham from Memphis, but I get it. I'm, I'm not. I'm just indecisive on that one. I thought Pharrell, the nose tackle for LSU, was decent. Butler, Tennessee, because Raiders. They have some rushers and stuff. They just need some defensive tackle up front, clogging the holes. So I really like what they're doing. Uh, again, it's it's a draft with very few picks, uh, and you're just trying to fill in where you can. I'm going to go C+. Oh, you sounded more positive than that all of a sudden. I mean, and you're not once again. You're not counting. You're not counting uh, uh, Adams in that. Devontae Adams. Great. Yeah. Right. Right. So if you were, what would you call it? Uh, probably like an A or something. Okay. Like okay. Yeah. So I'm going to split the difference on that, and I'm going to say B, not B plus, not A minus, and not C plus. Because look, by getting a guard, if he ends up starting and playing meaningful reps, that boosts yeah. your pass protection up front and the middle which is the worst place. Everybody talks about tackles being the most important. The worst place for a quarterback to get pressure is in your face, right up the damn middle. So they shore that up and help open up holes for the run game, help run block as well. So uh, I like that pick. Zamir White, hey, uh, your boy from Alabama, man, he's been good, but I think no, people – He's Georgia, man. No, 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 I'm talking about the starter now, man. Uh, oh, you're talking um... – you shouldn't have said Zamir White. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Doing it to you. Golly. Letting you struggle. <laughs> Roll Tide. Day drinking. <laughs> Man. Oh, Jacobs. Josh thank Jacobs. you. Good I wasn't going to let you struggle too much longer. Josh Jacobs, but <laughs> he hasn't, I mean, he's been good, but he hasn't been great. You know, when he well, came they, out of Bama, some people said he might be the most complete back to come out of Bama uh, in the draft. He didn't. That wasn't coming out of my mouth. That was but. coming out of, you know, a lot of the talking heads on TV. But I wasn't well, there either. Yeah. But uh, uh, but regardless, Zamir Whiteout might be a little more explosive, man. You might get a two-headed monster up there. He might play meaningful reps on passing downs, on, uh, you know, when he spells him. I would like to see how he performs up there, man. He might be a little more explosive than Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs wore a lot of tread off the tires at Bama and the SEC, um, and they've been riding his ass hard since he stepped on the damn field in, in Las Vegas, man. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that was my thing. So Zamir White actually might be a pretty interesting pick to me um, yes. for the team, not fantasy-wise, but for the, the Raider, Raiders' long-term in a 17-now-week season. Um so I, I like it. I, I, I gave him a, a solid solid B, man. Solid B. Yeah. Last up in the AFC West, the Los Angeles Chargers, man. The uh the redheaded stepchild of the uh City of Angels, man. Apparently nobody likes them, even though they both play in the same <laughs> city, the same stadium in the same city. I don't know, but the Rams get all the love even before they won the Super Bowl and had Matt Stafford. Rams had the Rams had more love with Jared Goff. As quarterback than the than the Chargers, so I don't know what why people hate the Chargers like that, but uh, they're still almost always the San Diego Chargers to me, man. So uh, yeah. you know, but be that as it may, grade this team out, man. Talk to me. All right, this is going to probably get the highest grade of the day. Ooh, again, I can see the vision. Playoffs. Uh, you got a young QB, Herbert. Back there, you got receivers, you got a running back, um, and you need some help on the defense, even though you picked up Khalil Mack. So you got Bosa and Mack just laying it out there. So young quarterback, what do you do? You need to help him out on the offensive line. Zion Johnson, bam, Mm. solid. I think he's going to start. But then they got that sneaky pick, which I really like, and this is a six-round pick. Jamari Salyer from Georgia. He was a five-star recruit. He started for Georgia, a national championship team for the last two years. He's a solid offensive lineman. Um, so, yeah, that quarterback should be happy. And then what they do, um, they got Derwin James, and he goes all over the field. You need a true safety. So they got JT Woods, a true safety out of Baylor. Uh, Eckler running back, but he had injuries last year and all that. You got to still with Isaiah Spiller again, just like Zamir White, maybe that third and third and short, maybe some goal line carries, uh, just to keep some tread on Eckler's tires. Uh, but I, I totally get everything they're doing. It was a complete draft. I'm gonna say a minus. Mm, interesting, man. Interesting, dude. Yeah, I I also am a fan of this draft. Um, I'm starting to not like these draft grades because we need to disagree more. But <laughs> no, I, I'll I'll piggyback off of what you said, man. Um, and I agree with everything you said. 
I will put a little caveat out there, and I will. I'm going to grade them a little bit lower. I'm going to go B. Okay. Um, because you and I, and if anybody that watches this channel knows, we're big college football fans. We and I, when I say college football fans, we follow college football from recruiting. So we follow high school football. So like some of these players, by the time they reach the NFL, like he said to tell you, he was a five star recruit out of high school. Like we know this stuff. Like we follow these players before, like long before uh, they're in the NFL. But that can also work against you because a five star recruit out of high school don't always translate. And there's a reason that you know your boy uh, Salyer from Georgia slipped as far as he did. I mean. They got the tape on him in the SEC, so I don't expect him to play much. I, I think you know he was a big body boy out of, out of you know out of high school, um, played national championship snaps for a national championship team. Um, but there's a reason he slipped round six, man. So I don't I don't know exactly know what it is, but I don't expect a tackle in round six to have a meaningful NFL career. I just don't. Call me jaded, call yeah. me whatever, but I don't. But Isaiah Spiller, I love that pick. C.J. Spiller's younger brother uh, out of, from Clemson. Uh, you know, got the bloodlines, much like James Cook and Dalvin Cook. Just, uh, uh, you know, running back heritage. Uh, I think he'll be valuable on the Chargers. Eckler's days are numbered, I think. I mean, he's been there a while. He's, you know, even before he was the number one back, he was uh, – he had an NFL career for many years. I mean, he's kind of up there. I don't know what his age is. Let me look at his – uh, age. He's pretty young. You think he is? Maybe he's younger than I think he is. Oh, he's he's pretty damn young. I think Eckler is. Uh, oh, he's twenty six. He is younger than I thought yeah. he was. I thought he was pushing thirty. Um, either way, maybe Spiller's he's a smaller back though. So. And maybe Spiller's more talented. Just overall, I think. I mean, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, I should I should have kept that screen up. I don't even know where Austin Eckler was drafted at. Uh, let's see if it says. He was undrafted. Was he undrafted? Well, there you go. Hey, yeah. two points for you. I'll I will drink for not I'm knowing not that. I know. I'll drink for not knowing that. Yeah, they, I think they call him like Minnie Mouse or something. I don't know. He's a small bag, huge muscles and stuff. He, hey, Jim Freak. Hey, best uh, best running back name of all time is Muscle Hamster, baby. Come on now, the Muscle Hamster. Yeah, but um, I was gonna make a dirty joke, but my in-laws are in town, by the way. They might be watching, so I can't say too much about my Muscle Hamster. <laughs> are you sitting on him now? <laughs> Hey, shout out to my lovely wife who graduates in two days. I will have her doctor of a wife. Any of you sad sons of bitches out there needing relationship advice or any pornos, I'll pick up a cot chick. Y'all hit me up in the DMs. Hey, you can always find us, by the way, a little plug on social media, Instagram and Twitter at 100ProofFB. You can reach us and, and contact us directly at uh, contact at 100ProofFootball.com. And as you are watching now, if you are watching now, we are on YouTube every stream at 100 Proof Football channel. Don't forget to hit the like, smash the subscribe, smash the, uh, the bell down. Tickle the bell. Make sure you know every time we go live. I think, I think really that uh, Austin Eckler's job's in jeopardy. I really do. I think they drafted Spiller to replace Eckler. So I like, I like the draft a lot. And so I give it... But that's going to do it for the draft grades of the NFC and AFC West. Any parting thoughts you want to leave us with this week, man? Talk to me, man. Oh, man. So how, how do you get a doctor wife? How do you, I mean, 
you, <laughs> you. I don't know. Man. I mean, you, you know, I mean, dye your hair, grow a few inches. You know what I'm saying? Or just or make sure she's a pediatrician yeah. so she doesn't see anything bigger. <laughs> Perfect, perfect, man, perfect. No, I think uh, I think a, a handsome devil like you can just uh, whip out your uh, bank statement and get any broad you want. So you always got that in your back pocket. But luckily, you met a good one before you had that dude. So uh, you know you got your. But yeah, shout out to everybody. It is graduation season. Shout out to everybody out there graduating, whether uh, you're poking them or not. Congratulations and. Uh, much love to everybody out there, dude. So, uh, from the Rocky Mountains of Utah, down to the Panhandle of Florida. My name is Paul Kleckler for Adam Pope. This has been 100 Proof Football. May all your parlays come through, and may all the women be satisfied. See you next week. Next week. We out. I'm out of here, bitches!